CEO, my name is Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. I have Jacqueline Shapiro of Shapiro Hurst. She is the CEO of that company. Jacqueline, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here. Glad you're here. Give us some background on you. Tell us what your company does, and I'm going to dive right into all the questions I have for you. All right. So, Jacqueline Shapiro, obviously, I've been working in the credit and finance world for about 25 years, and Shapiro Hurst is part of my conglomerate of companies. But Shapiro, Hearst focus is really on personal and business credit. And on the personal side, when people ask me what I do, I always say, I am a warrior for consumers who have credit issues. And we really do help them overcome some of those credit issues, Michael, because really when it comes to credit, it's never a matter of if you're going to have a credit issue, but when it's going to happen and to what degree. And it has no socioeconomic boundaries. So we help everyone from your NFL players to your teacher down the street. Now you said you're a conglomerate of companies. Obviously you're diversified, you have a bigger Mm -hmm. portfolio. Just hit on the high points on those. Everything I do is in and around credit, but Mm -hmm. what I found over the years is that everybody may need something a little bit different. So let's say we had a credit issue, you may have something that's a little bit different than what's happening to me. Mm -hmm. And so in those little specific markets, if you will, for what's needed, we've diversified our interest. Okay. Um, so how did you grow and establish your business, um, you know, in the credit industry? Because I know that you're very successful. I was at a event and you were mm-hmm. one of the panel speakers. You don't just get the, you don't get thrown up there unless you've got some, some accreditation behind you. So obviously you do tell our audience how that happened. Funny story, you know, they, um, we always look at these people who are just, you know, amazingly successful and we wonder, you know, did that person come from the Lucky Sperm Club or were they somebody who really had to dig through the trenches? I was, I had to dig through the trenches. Yeah, I started with absolutely nothing, you know, a, a, a small apartment with no furniture and I mean, just bare bones. I know the feeling. You know, having to dig out of the trenches. And so I had first been introduced to the credit repair industry. I'd gotten a phone call from a friend, and he goes, Jackie, you need to come see what these people are doing. You know, this would be beautiful for you. And I'm like, okay, I'm pretty open-minded. Sure, I'll take a meeting. So I sat down, and when they were explaining what they do, it just clicked for my brain. I really did, yeah. And then from there... It was really just building and creating my relationships throughout the industry. Okay, so your tentacles go long and far in this business. That also leads me to believe that you've got your ear to the ground for changes. How do you see this industry sector evolving? Where do you see it going? I see some good and bad changes Mm -hmm. that are and will be taking place so most people right now if you're going out and you're going to finance something you know in the real world you're going to need to get your credit pulled so let's say a house for example Mm -hmm. all right now with fico's credit scoring algorithms the way that they are right now 
Well, there's some good and bad. I like to say we all work within a broken system when it comes to credit. Okay. All right. So with the algorithms, they're changing to FICO 09. FICO 09 is already here now. That's one of 60 different algorithms that FICO has. But when that switches, I think that's going to make a great impact for the consumers as far as helping them with their credit scores. Well, give us the difference. Tell okay. the audience the difference. Okay. So the difference that we really have is that where we're at right now with the FICO scores that are currently being used, you're going to have things like a medical collection, for example. All right. Let's say we have a $500 medical collection and a $500 um, repossession. All right, these two things are both considered major derogatory events, and so they can have almost the exact same weight, even though you might have gotten taken to the emergency room for a broken leg, and that has absolutely nothing to do with somebody going out and buying something arbitrarily that they never should have committed to. But the way that the algorithms work now, they are both major derogatory items. They both have significant weight. Mm -hmm. When we focus over onto FICO 09, that medical collection drops in its weight value like it should now. But when that happens, I think that'll be a much better change for the consumers. Okay. Is that the biggest major change you see going forward with the credit industry or are there others? Well, of course, there's always credit is very fluid. Yes. And so it's continuously changing. Experian just recently brought out a brand new program. Um, I'm, kind of, I'm still out on the uh, on the ropes on whether I'm going to back this program or not. But the idea is, if you don't really have credit, then you can go in and you can say, "Okay, you're Experian. I can go, hey, hey, Experian, here's my bank statements. Here's how I pay my bills every month." And then Experian will take that information and they will post how you pay your utilities, how you pay your rent things of this nature. Mm -hmm. So it could be a good or a bad thing. Okay, got it, got it. You have something for children. I do, I'm so excited about this too. Mm -hmm. um, I find that financial literacy with the kids is, it's so lacking. It's just not there where it should be. And if somebody had come up to me and said, when I was little, or even as a teenager, if somebody had come up to you and said, hey, if you just save $300 a month from the time you're 19 until your 27th birthday, that's it. Mm -hmm. Leave it in a compounding interest account. At, and we did these numbers. Peter, Peter Malouk, who's Tony Robbins' partner mm -hmm. in their financial firm, did these numbers. And if you leave that from the time you turn 27 until you're 65 in that compounding interest, you've got $1.8 million dollars. And I'd been That's significant. Yeah. Now, combine that with what bad credit really cost you mm -hmm. versus good credit. And that bad credit, just on the basics, home insurance, auto insurance, car, house, credit cards, mm -hmm. for the average American. So these numbers are very conservative. But if you take those and you just take the savings from bad credit, it almost triples those numbers. I never thought about that way. Yeah. Wow. So what are you doing with the children now? So what I'm going to be doing with the children is gamifying money. That's brilliant. Okay. I can see them jumping in on that. Right. So instead of, you know, classroom setting or a board game, the children themselves actually become the pieces of the game. And as they play, mm -hmm. they get to experience the difference between earning money and making money. They get to experience... Right, let's stop there. Earning money, making money. 
define mm-hmm. that for those who, would, who wouldn't know the difference. Okay, so if you go to work, and let's say you work for one week, you get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. You've just earned money. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take your profits from that and you invest them, let's say in a business, in real estate, in the stock market, now you're starting to create passive income. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we, we teach the children. That's brilliant. You're teaching young children how to, how to generate passive income through investments. Yes. Do so, you teach them how to qualify those investments too? Is that, that part of it or is it just a general concept at, we this, wanna, at this level? Yeah, we want to conceptualize Got it. what real life, you know, we say real life. So what they will experience when they get out in the real world. Right, the choices. Exactly. Okay, so they're just getting to, at what age group are you focusing on? With this? 10, 10 and up. Okay. So you could really do 10 to 108, but, you know, there's a lot of people out there that they just haven't had the ability to get the financial education they really need. Is it on an app? No, it's not on an app. We'll be doing our first game on May 25th Mm -hmm. over at 5000 Quorum. It's going to be live, bricks and mortar type game. Live game, yes. Okay, okay. And so we'll bring all the kids in and the kids get to play. And we'll, we will let the parents observe, too, right. because I feel that if we can affect the whole family unit, mm-hmm. then we can make a bigger positive impact and bigger difference. Probably their best retirement plan is their children. All right, where and when again? <laughs> it's going to be at 5,000 Quorum in the conference room, okay. and it's going to be from 9 to 1 okay. on Saturday, May 25th. All right. And, and if it- anybody's interested, they can RSVP to me personally. And that email address is? Uh, you can just send it to Jackie at Shapiro-Hurst.com. Good. Jackie, thanks for being a guest on today's show. Of course. My pleasure. I want you to come back let me know how it worked out and how the children are progressing. And maybe sometime in the future we can bring those children in. To, they'll let, let them tell us in their words mm-hmm. how this has really impacted them and what they got out of it. Good? Yeah. That would be fantastic. Thanks, Jackie. You're welcome. Are right, you been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba? Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.